Welcome to the Twin Geeks. I'm here with the marvelous Matt Farley. Uh, he's here for a good time, not a long time. How are you, Matt? I I'm pumped. I'm excited. This is this is gonna be great. And I just wanna uh, since the last time I've been on, I don't think I've been on since the Altman um series. And I just want to say I loved it. It was so good. That's one of my favorite things we produced, but it ended up being like such a tumultuous thing doing every Altman movie. <laughs> We're like, and I, yeah, and I mean, you guys, you're you're digging up titles I've absolutely never heard of before, <laughs> and yeah. and I love it. It's like that that is that is that's great, and like um, just like the variety of stuff that he was doing. Like I haven't seen most of them, but just listening, mm-hmm. I was very happy for you guys to do the the work, and me to just have to listen to you guys discuss it. <laughs> We're even discussing today, like a filmmaker that I think would be like really amazing to do a deep dive on just to do like the Richard Linklater, like the whole series. I don't think everyone's seen everything. Yeah. And he is, he is something else. So yeah, let's do it. Yeah. And uh, you know what they say? uh, We're a couple of guys who are going to do whatever it takes to record a podcast. So (laughs) (laughs) I love this movie. It's like the ultimate in hangout movie, almost a spiritual sequel to days and confuse the college years. Yeah, and I I've tried Days and Confused a couple of times and it never connected with me, but mm. for some reason this this one this one did and and there's de- I don't know what I don't know what the difference is. Really, like obviously they're just they're older, you know, but um <laughs> um and like it's one of those things like I watched it and I was like, yeah, like whatever, you know, but then it kind of stayed with me and then I I and oftentimes it's like, let me just put something on while I'm working on something else, you know, mm-hmm. and it, I'd always go back to that movie over and over and over again. And now I've seen it, you know, 15 times probably, you know, and, and oftentimes like not all in one sitting, you know, mm. but it does does not matter. You just you put it on, pick up where you left off and um and, and have a good time. And it's it's funny, like stuff. I've picked up on um, it took me a long time, but one specific thing, you know how the the baseball players are talking about like that. The guy painting the house is Mm -hmm. a scout. Yeah. Like I I don't know how I missed it, but it took me (laughs) at least 10 viewings before later in the movie there. They talk about how that was possibly a prank. That, oh, that guy. Maybe you missed it too. (laughs) I have missed it as well on my third or fourth time. Yeah. Okay, well, you got six more viewings to catch it. To, <laughs> but like, and and it's just these like like ba- these guys are just always messing with with each other uh, so well that that they had us fooled. I think it's just like ultimate like wallpaper movie as well as you say as you're doing something else. And uh, I use some of your movies this way too, where I'm like I have to write a piece. I'm working on something for the site. I just need something that I love to really just yeah. relax to. Yeah, you, I just feel comfortable, and and what's crazy is like, I I am I don't like parties, you know. Me like, neither. I don't, I, I don't like parties at all. I, I don't like anything about that lifestyle. Like me neither. <laughs> it's just total total madness, and I I wouldn't like I would be out of there so quickly. <laughs> like that house is just a pit, you know. It, yeah. And, a lot of those guys are jerks too. So it's so like, I don't understand why I like it so much when there's so much about it that, but, but that's, that's the beauty of it. You you know, it's like, I'm not living there. I'm just watching these guys doing their thing. 
it's almost better to do it um by you know vicariously through them almost watching with the layer removed because it's not like um saying this is great behavior like it's not like endorsing what right. they do so yes um, something about the spirit of the movie is like you're having fun in the parts that are fun but you don't have to carry the consequences of living with them in that dorm yeah yeah and I, it's like i hated movie, living the... in dorms you know oh of course yeah like in even the whole concept, you're just suddenly living with this person you've never met before, you know, right. or in my case, it was two, you know, two people I'd never met before. I'm suddenly thrust into this, this uh, situation. Um, but yeah, the, the movie doesn't seem to be taking any sides. It's not saying mm. this is good. It's not saying this is bad. It's just saying like this is, I think. Yeah. It's just showing you what happens and what the culture is, what their story is. Um, yeah. And I feel like maybe it's less stressful than Dazed and Confused in that way, because I think that does have an ultimate judgment on what it's showing. Um, this may be because it doesn't provide a judgment. Maybe we're just more easily able to slip in and out of it. And yeah, and it's, it. it's like, it's interesting. It's like, you know, it's about a baseball team, but like, right. it's not a sports movie by any means. You know, it's a, it just, I mean, Link Linkladder went to college for baseball i'm pretty sure so it's very autobiographical did you look into that at all or no i did i didn't know that um i think it makes a lot of sense i i know these are you know semi-autobiographical based on like texas and his upbringing and i didn't know that about him the yeah i'm pretty sure i haven't uh looked it up recently but i'm pretty sure he went to college he you know so he was a good baseball player then he blew out his knee or something along those lines and yeah so then he just became one of the greatest uh, movie directors. Yeah, he's like, oh, I guess I'll, <laughs> guess I'll do that instead. Are we both wearing our baseball shirts? Are you wearing a baseball shirt right now? I, I am. Okay, I we're both we're, shirt. we both have our playoffs baseball shirts on. This is embarrassing. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> yeah, I got my Mariners. Tough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, great. That's fantastic. You got I, your uh, and I mean, made, and I have my uh, October Rise shirt on, so that's very funny. You know, it's <laughs> like I watched the movie last night, and then this morning I woke up and I was like, I think I'm gonna wear my uh, my Red Sox <laughs> 2018 shirt. <laughs> and you, you know, you guys made it. Like you have at least made history. The Mariners, the only team like not to like get to the World Series. We we haven't made yeah. any histories besides you. Not know. to mention, yeah, and I mean, we won't dwell on it, but. At one point, you had like the best record in the history, the regular season record, and yeah. then you go and, and don't do anything in the playoffs. That's that hurts. So let's move on, though. Yeah, um, of course. <laughs> move from so that pain. So just so in interesting, it's these aggressive, ath athletic type guys, and I I do like sports, but yeah, I don't like <laughs> hyper competitiveness. You know, like that's that scene where they're playing ping pong. You know. And that, you know, the guy who's like the best hitter and kind of the captain of the team yeah, um, is going nuts because he loses ping pong. Uh, a, totally believable. Like I have yeah. met many people who are that competitive and, and B, just totally like unappealing. Like I hate that so much. Like who, ca who cares? Like, and, but it just shows that like in order to make most people who make it to that level and it seems like if anyone was going to go pro from this team it's him you know mm, um yeah. that's how crazy those people are you know one, like you yeah. need to be that competitive oh one my of the God. characters even comments on it and she says like oh you have to have this thing in you to be this athlete that is like you right. know 
You have yeah. to be this different kind of person and cut your relationship short and kind of uh, take advantage of your situations. And that's not right. You know, I know. And it, it can be applied to other things it's, it, too. Mm. You know, it's like um, if, if you're going to be like supposedly great at anything, it has to be, you have to sacrifice other things. But like what, what always gets me is like that the sac what you sacrifice is like being nice to other people, you know? And it's like, come on, can't you be, yeah. can't you still be completely laser focused and still just be nice to people hey i'm just saying <laughs> i think it's great that it's not like quite a sports movie like it's like halfway there where it's like the summer vibes of like okay you're getting ready for that initial season and you're kind of like in the middle of it but you know you're not like at the end of it there's not like a big playoff game right uh, you know oh, <laughs> yes yeah i mean all the all they do is have like one day of of like of voluntary practice, which is actually involuntary. The, uh, yeah, the uh, captain tells them, but yeah, it's just, it's just all, it's all about just the detail and, and um, you know, that we got a character, one of the players who um, who's 28 years old and was just, was forging his info. Cause he wanted just a, another season of baseball. And it's like, what an, you know, what a nice little touch. And they, again, they don't dwell on it. Just the thing that happened. And then the characters talk about it. Uh, and, um, yeah, like that. I mean, that's why it's a rewatch movie because, mm. you know, like all these little things that you can easily, easily miss. Um, uh, so I, who knows? There might be more. I'll find out. I'll, I'll watch it again. And those typical sports movies are so prescriptive in a way. They have to hit all the beats of like the ma actual like match and like, you know, the heights oh, of yeah. what a baseball game is. But baseball is not really about that. It's about like hanging out with the boys anyway. So it's, you know, in some <laughs> way, in some way, this yeah. is maybe a better reflection than a game of baseball. Well, it's interesting too. like in, in, you know, the difference between going to college and being thrust into a room with a roommate or two versus this is like, like these guys know they're on a team together and that they're basic. They're like, well, I guess we're all going to be palling around, you know? Mm. And it's like uh, every, everyone just immediately slips into that mode. You know, there's like no questioning anything like, Hey, we're all, we're all a team. And, uh, and it's interesting. It's interesting. And, um, and again, like I, I would not want to live in, <laughs> I would not want to live in that house. No, you I mean, know? as he's arriving, you know, he walks in the room, the guy's like, you know, in his underwear, just in his briefs, just spitting his tobacco in his beer bottle. It just shows you how they live, you know? Yeah, yeah. You don't want to be there. Um, yeah, but it, it, there's just obviously something appealing about the these these barbarians, you know, like, <laughs> that it, it is it is fun to, wa to watch them. And, um, uh, you know, so the main character, I don't even know his name. <laughs> Do you? uh no uh we should jake? maybe i think it's jake <laughs> I think i'm pretty sure it's right. jake uh, jake yeah jacob um he, he seems a, a bit more like thoughtful than mm. most of the guys on the team he's sensitive um, a little bit yeah he's a sensitive guy and uh i mean you know he's he meets his dream girl you know um but that doesn't stop him from taking some ra other random girl into his car with him a few hours later <laughs> Yeah, for sure. I mean, you yeah, know, he has morals up to a point. <laughs> that's how sensitive he him. is. Yeah. <laughs> and that's real characters. That's those like college guys that they're not serious about anything yet. Even their baseball, they don't seem that serious. 
Um, they're probably um, not making the league or anything. So. Yeah, this was not my college experience, by the way. No. <laughs> well, you know, like initially, nor would I want it to be. Yeah, like moving into a house with eight other people uh, initially in college was probably my first mistake. You know, there was just yeah. parties every other night, and I was so tired by the end of that run. Uh, so I, I don't know. Imagine like, just like yeah. Like that situation seems really horrifying to me to go back to, but but then I'm so relaxed watching this movie. I don't mind. Um, yeah, well, yeah, that's the thing. We're a couple of couple of settled um, adults, you know, right. living our adult world, and then we're like, look at look at the the filth and grime that these nineteen year olds live in, you know. So, <laughs> right. Um, maybe at nineteen, we we would have been more impressed by it, but uh, so, uh, so and then I think I mean what i think they do best is the the romance you know with uh zoe zoe deutsch their yeah. uh, leah leah thompson's daughter right mm. um she's she's good and um and it i mean it's just very believable i i i'm a sucker for you know movies where people like you know a budding romance you know i i love yeah. like the 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 first conversations that people have with each other and uh, i th- i think they they got it in all its, you know, sweetness, but also, you know, uncomfortableness too. Right, all the awkwardness that's there in those early romances, and Zoe Deutsch is so good. There's a like a whole handful of people that I thought would take off right away from this movie, and some of them yeah. are emerging now, like like just like at the last two years, like Glenn Powell has become like a you know a top star in Hollywood just the last three years from like Top Gun. Is that the main? Is that uh, the main guy? Uh, um glenn powell is uh finnegan uh one of the side guys on there uh the main guy the guy is, with uh, the mu- guy with the mustache maybe i, I guess there's um, a few see. mustaches there's a uh, mick reynolds is one of the standout characters uh played by tyler tyler hochen i thought he would go somewhere hasn't really uh we have a um wyatt russell hasn't really broken out besides tv <laughs> Uh, I mean, there's just stars here that are just like waiting to be like implemented in like big series or yeah like even zoe zoe i mean i i i thought she'd be uh bigger than she is but i mean hey she's bigger than you know she's in movies bigger than me yeah Yeah, she's doing fine she's doing much better than me so i you know (laughs) yeah she's still uh starring in stuff although i I debate you have the career that i would value more uh, at least as like a critic thank you thank you um, yeah um so yeah like when they're talking and like it it's so it's very pure, you know, where mm. where she you know when they're in her dorm room and she's like talking about all the types of um theater kids or whatever, you know, yeah, where it it's both like uh, endearing and you want to tell her like, oh, stop talking, this is embarrassing, you're embarrassing yourself, <laughs> yeah, you know, right. and and same with him too, or you know, and like when he says it's a gift to strive, you know, um, <laughs> it's like. Uh, freshman 101 whatever you know yeah but also like it is a gift to strive and so it it's like yeah it's so it and and i i think i think the movie knows both of those things are happening simultaneously that that mm-hmm. uh that a, a statement can be both uh deep meaningful and embarrassing yeah i mean it could read as freshman but also be ultimately true to a freshman i think is a, yeah what's happening and, there and, and all of us like i mean yeah. you know but maybe we should all be less if we all less cynical you know that's a good point and everyone's kind of have has this 
imposter syndrome based on that conversation. Like they're all the hot shots of their high school, but then they move into a college scenario where everyone is a hot shot. So now they're normal yeah. in some way. And that's yeah. different for the theater kid than the, you know, baseball player, but, but she connects it, how it could be similar in some way. And that's how yeah. they connect ultimately, I believe. Um, And it, it just the pace of the movie is just so it's like, so it's so laid back, but you know, it's, it's also like going places too. It's, yeah, it's, a, it is, it is amazing. And I mean, who's talking about this movie other than you and me, you know, <laughs> I don't like, think enough people, I don't, I've never seen a podcast about it. So <laughs> no one's talking um... about this movie and it's like, it's made by a major director, you know, and um, people, I like, it al- it's almost nice to know that a major director can make a movie that's real good and that just almost no one pays attention to. It's like, hey, just like me. <laughs> that was the great thing about Altman is I saw several movies who have much less uh, ratings than you do on Letterboxd by Robert Altman, the greatest American director in many people's minds. So yeah. Maybe that, oh, that feels yeah. good. I mean, that's Quintet refreshing. has fewer than most of your movies. So, I yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. yeah, and I love it. And yeah, some of those 80s ones I had absolutely never heard of. So, uh, and they're kind of delightful. That, that's, they're that's all some... Altman movies still. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah. So Link, Link Letter has that too, where it's he does. like, um, he doesn't have, it's not just like, he's not a one note guy. Like, no. like the, like a movie like Tape. You, mm-hmm. Have you seen Tape? You know, I haven't yet. Okay. It's, it's intense. And, 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 and it's like, you know, kind of like, filming a play too that you know and then you have like me and orson wells which is like so like such like a traditional uh you know uh traditionally structured um movie and and is so good ah you also want to bring that one on i was curious about your reasoning for that but i could see it i I think it just it just i it it does it does it for me it it's like Mm. it hits every note and perfectly and and you know and also school of rock you know like yeah because people will be like, wait, he did School of Rock? And it's like, yeah. And that's why that movie is doesn't go down the, the all the wrong roads that m- movies like that would go down. Like mm-hmm. it's it's yeah. done with with so much uh you know uh restraint and intelligence. You know, I haven't seen Bad News Bears. Uh have you? The remake there, I believe I have seen. Right. I don't know how I feel about it. I think I'm more into this style of baseball movie. <laughs> interesting because um, yeah. he did that right yeah he, he did, did that yeah. And, yeah okay yeah and uh just everything kind of has those slacker ethos still i mean even you know even look at like the ending of this movie like the all right jake's not committed to college he's you know he's there for the baseball and he's go lay his head down and you could imagine the same progressions of like boyhood of like this is like how lives actually progress you know they go through these relationships everything's kind of like a daydream as they kind of recollect on what's just happened to them these first semesters. Yeah. 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 And it's funny because it's like, you know, he's sleeping on his desk and let the good times roll comes on the, the, the soundtrack, but it's Mm. like, I I don't feel like we're not necessarily celebrating what's happening. What every, anything we've seen, you know, it's like, this is not, people don't like come out of theater. Like, yeah. (laughs) Everybody wants some, you know. It's it's more just like <laughs> I wish they right. would. I'd be excited. <laughs> I, yes, but but it's more they come out with. There's a lot to reckon with. I have a there, lot yeah. to reckon with. <laughs> it's kind of like you lived with this movie for a little bit and these characters, and you kind of experience them. I think that's why it's so satisfying. 
Um, yeah, and I'm like, I hope Jake and, and whatever the girl's name is, you know, stay together forever. But I mean, they probably they probably won't. But it's uh, yeah, and you know, and it's like uh, two you know two people in a new environment, kind of clinging to each other, you know, uh, in a way. Um, and and um, it's it's magical and romantic, you know. They're in the in the river together a few hours before the first day of classes, mm. and it's like. Uh, where was I? I was like in the school library preparing. Sure. Yeah. You were, you were writing short, uh, was it a uh, paper, paper boy film or what was it? The, uh, yeah, the paper yeah, boy. We the did, paper yeah, boy. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, which but is then better again, though. Uh, yeah. And also like, this doesn't really happen in real life. I don't no. think no, no one that's, that doesn't happen. But, um, in terms of like meet cute, you know, that's a great meet cute. huh? Yeah, I think so. I think that makes it appealing too. I think we're also talking about like longevity of relationship and how they process that. I think Linklater's done more for that than anyone, but between like the before trilogy and then boyhood and now he's filming a, a film over 20 years right now. <laughs> so we'll see how that works out the next 20 years. He's filming something. What a, what a career like this yeah. guy's got, Oh my God, like so good. And like being making major movies that, you know, make that are you know in the zeitgeist and um but also but staying completely true i think mm. um yeah i i can't i i would not call any of his movies a sellout movie by any no. means not <laughs> even anti-sellout even school of rock which is so uh you could say commercial in its comedy i think is you know teaching these kids not to be sellouts it's teaching them what's good and cool about music yeah it's pure it's pure it's totally pure and um like he had to i'm you know he was working with major movie studios but managing to to walk that tightrope somehow so like hats off huh and he emerges from like that reality bites era where we're like examining what it means to be a sellout and what it means to be pure. And slackers like a huge part of that argument too, of like, this is, you know, this is the opposite of selling out. This is like engaging in like what real life is to people or, you know, uh, like you say, this doesn't always happen the way it does in the movies. It's like the simile of like how real life feels, what our fantasies are at those moments. Yeah. Um, and it's like I, I like I have a soft spot spot for reality bites, but um Link Ladder making reality bites. Now that that would have been something even more interesting, I think, because I think like, so too. like reality bites it just like there's so many moments where it's just like uh uh you know, I'm I'll let it go because I just like the vibe, but um mm. but it's really the, like that is the sellout movie, you know, and like, yeah. uh, you know, whatever link letters making at that point, you know, is, is, is the pure movie. Um, and, um, let me just say, uh, first off the e ending with him falling asleep on the chair and the music starts is like, yeah, not bad. I guess it's pretty similar to the ending of days confused though. Right. The kids just it on is. the bed. Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. But, um, and then, or even boyhood as they're just like drifting off out in the desert, like on the rocks and her head's on his shoulder. And it's just, you know, they're days dazing into like the credits. Uh, By the way, I want to apologize. I haven't seen boyhood. Can you believe boyhood. it? Yeah, I, I know. I, yeah. I accept your apology. It's uh, it's a big project. I, I would love to know what you think of it, though. Um, yeah, it's I, I was watching it at some point, but I have seen Where Have You Gone, Bernadette or whatever that one is. Uh, called. Yeah. Weird Seattle movie. 
base. I think they're supposed to be based in my neighborhood. It's odd. Yeah. I nice. Don't know. Um, I, I loved it. Yeah, you I did? thought it was okay. fantastic. Cool. Yeah. I, I, I kind of liked it. I think I liked it more than most too. Um, yeah. And I was just, again, just like the, he creates a, uh, a world that I'm happy to live in. Um, so anyway, yeah, great endings in general. Um, I just want to say in Before Sunset, that's the second one. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, potentially the greatest ending of any movie I've ever seen. Just, oh, oh babe, oh, baby, you're going to miss that plane, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, well, ooh, that one so burns. good. Yeah. I saw it. that saw that in the theaters and I was it was just like I I've just been sitting through like just, it's just like the excitement of sitting through that that movie and just the intensity and just like wow this is there's so much at stake here and this is so well done oh my god and again what, you're not what are, you know, running out cheering but something in your heart might be cheering internally you might be feeling you know again you know you you got things to reckon with you got a mm. lot to re- because like Jesse, you know, Jesse has a wife and kids back back in the U.S. and uh, mm. and and there, you know, it's like uh, it, he's making pot- potentially, you know, bad decision for all we know. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's a lot going on there, and, and then maybe because I'm I'm a prude, um, maybe days and confused because it's like this kid who's like what, like fourteen or fifteen? He's yeah. like the main guy. I watch that and I'm just like, you should be get back home. Like, <laughs> your yeah. mom should be out finding you and bringing you back home. Like he comes home at the end and his mom's like, are you drunk or whatever? And like, get out of here. And I'm just like, what, what kind of household is this? That's, that's what I'm saying as the viewer. <laughs> so, whereas at least these college kids are, are, you know, over 18 and they're, you know, in their early twenties. And so it's like they're uh, adults. Uh, yeah. Easier for me to watch. Um, but, uh, <laughs> they're doing what they're supposed to do and the high school kids are doing what they're not meant to do socially. So Yeah. Yeah. Something something like that. Um but but again, she like you know, we talk about how but 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 you, you hear you hear people, you know, on the news or in conversations, you hear that like the world is bad and um there's so much to be sad about and and so much negativity. But meanwhile, we live in the same time as Richard Linklater, you know, and and, <laughs> and he's just doesn't out get movies. on and tell us that they're not like yeah smile today because you live in the same time as Soderbergh or Linklater or yes, Harley. So, but I'm not even kidding. That should be the news. The news should be, you know, everybody wants some pretty good movie. Will you know, us, like you let's maybe report the crashes of the day and then leave us with like a, a a moment of zen like john stewart just be like here's your one thing where it's like you live in the same time as Rich, richard linklater and everybody wants some is amazing yeah 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 what um what yeah Whew. um so so yeah it's a movie you can just put on anytime and and be totally down with mm. um you're going to pick up something it it's amazing like it is amazing how much we miss in viewing a movie. <laughs> Every time you could usually find, if it's a good enough movie, you'll keep finding yeah. things. Yeah, even if it's a bad movie, maybe sometimes even more when it's a bad movie because your mind is wandering. You're right. you're so bored yeah. that you're literally missing stuff. But like, I I can't. I consider myself a, a fairly intelligent, you know, put together human being. But like, I'll watch movies and. 
And sometimes I won't even know what happened. And it's not that it's not that complicated, you know, but yeah. forget about major plot points. The the little stuff you're you're totally um, you're totally going to miss because, uh, you know, and the, just with the conversations and, and it is hard to keep track of all these guys, I think. I think you know, it they're is all too. It's an like, ensemble of guys for sure. All these athletic dudes, and it's mm. like it ta- it 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 definitely t- took me a few viewings to kind of be like, all right, he that guy's that guy. You know what I mean? I'm not a plot guy either, so like I often get lost too, just because I'm like a creative person and have a wandering mind. I'm I'm watching movies and I'm thinking of things to create or write, or you know, I'm. I'm looking at them and thinking about aspects while a plot is happening. So I often don't know it's, what's happening at all in movies that I'm really loving. It's no, it's embarrassing. I'll turn to my wife. I'm like, why did he say that? And she's like, because she did that. Oh, okay. yeah. My wife and I, we have the same thing. Yeah. We have the same back and forth where she's like, have you been watching? I'm like, yes. Uh, you know, I mean, actively maybe. I'm loving this movie, but I don't, I don't know what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah (laughs) no i feel that all the time and that's why i kind of like plotless movies i mean i wouldn't say like a movie without a plot but like one that's kind of a vibe like like a link later or soderbergh where i'm just kind of like in a world and i'm just going to like experience these characters doing something for a while and doing it well yeah okay next um there's i guess it's the zoe deutsch's roommate i'm pretty Hmm. sure She's like all not interested in everybody. And then at by the end of the movie, is that her again who ends up just like kissing that guy randomly? I think so. When... Um and you think we're okay. both like very focused on movies, but uh let's see. That's uh um yeah, it's Sophia Ali. I think so. Yeah, I think that is okay. her. Looking at her picture. I think that's her, but even if it's not her, I don't know who it is, but like it's supposed to be this big like oh like she's all uptight and then suddenly she she um you know kisses the guy who who's a silent type he says he's Mm -hmm. a silent type or whatever that that one moment felt so like cliche old hollywood like (laughs) something that that just did not fit the rest of the movie you know where Mm -hmm. it's like you want to have you 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 want to have the soundtrack be like bop, 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 like, <laughs> like you know what I mean? Yeah, like that for that sure. didn't feel didn't feel right for her character, and it it just felt like like oh let's let's pay this off in 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 a lame way. So that's my only critique. I think I I've read like the negative reviews as of today because I'm like I just love this movie and I'm on a vibe, but I want to see what people who are critical think. So I think like the black tokenism of the friend is kind of one of the like critical problems people bring up because it's set in a very white culture without examining what his blackness means. I could see that. Um, it's not how I feel because I feel like he's just one of the guys on the team and it almost treats right, him yeah. with like such equity in the team. Um, yeah. So, which is cool. And I mean, if it, I feel like it's link actual experience, you know, right, and yeah. I mean, that was quite possibly the, cultural makeup of the team you know that he was right potentially recreating it as as it was so and there's something so, yeah, to yeah. me that might be more offensive to like blackening someone who's you know just just because of their you know status in the movie you don't want to like keep writing yeah. that in no i yeah i mean i yeah. think the i mean i think that's the solution to to problems is just yeah there's a guy and he he looks like that and he's he's a guy and he's he's cool yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, what what other was there any other good um any other negatives? 
other negatives is just like how uh you know predatory the relationships are kind of the same things as days and confused like the men just like following them back obviously creepy i think the movie isn't accepting like these circumstances of of like how the men treat women and how right, I, that's it's like it's happening but yeah. i don't again like we i think we more or less said earlier but we i don't think that we think that link ladder thinks that this is awesome necessarily right. he's not yeah, like oh this is awesome man. i feel like link is not a guy who likes parties i mean going by his movies i feel like he has indifference to you know yeah i think i think he he likes it in as like as an art form to just like depict this like and i'm trying to be like um sound smart here but bacchanalian bacchanalian mm. you know what i'm trying to say here you know sounds like, fair uh, to me just, yeah, let's roll with it. Let's pretend yeah. that means something. But just to be like, look at this, look at this, uh, these beautiful barbarians, you know. Sure. And um, and I think he likes it. I think he likes it, or or you know, respects it to some degree, or thinks it's interesting, you know. But mm-hmm. again, I think that he's very much leaving the door open for people to to reckon with it. I think so. Um. And I only have, you know, one or two friends who were like on the extreme end of negative. I think most people just approach it as a vibe thing. And, you know, there there are a few of those out there on Letterboxd that you could easily find if you're if you're looking for the critique side. You can always find someone who's offended by, <laughs> by something for sure. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's just so funny because like if I if I was part of a group where they wanted to duct tape me to the wall right. and then hit hard baseballs at me i would just be like i'm i'm off the team i'm no (laughs) and i'm just gonna go live i'm gonna go live somewhere else i'm going home (laughs) you know and uh so yeah i mean because i i I get like i hate hazing you know yeah right like the whole concept of hazing is so stupid and it's like why not just why not just be nice to people I'm Why not throwing... be inclusive of people? Yeah, it just seems easier for everyone involved. I don't yeah, have the energy and... to haze anyone either. I'm I'm too tired. It's yeah, you're right. It's so much work. Yeah, but but also it's like I get it. Like you know, you just met you're messing with people, joking around with people. Some people like practical jokes, I guess. But um, it's it's never been for me, and I, mm. I don't want to be part of it. And but I don't mind watching it in this movie. Because again, it's not like I don't know if I've seen Euro Trip. I think I have actually seen Euro Trip, you I know, but like, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but like, I, I, I think Euro Trip is like, yes, this is awesome. Like the yeah. film, the film is saying that in a way that everybody wants some is more just saying, here, here it is. I present this to you. <laughs> Make of it what you will. Yeah, I mean, you can read it as critique, or you could read it as like kind of debase, like debauchery. But I wouldn't do it either. I don't think I would. Uh, I would go down the middle and probably do what Richard Linklater thought he was making, um, which to me, you know, uh, not a film of any judgment on the people. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I mean, what a. I mean, that must have been a workout with so many actors, you know, and just like so much. Uh... You know, so many moving parts. I mean, he he did he did a darn good job. One thing, okay. Second critique. I thought I only had one. Oh sure. I wouldn't have minded, especially this taking place in. It takes place in like eighty eighty one something mm-hmm. like that. Um, 
if it were shot on film, you know, yeah. like I feel like the film would have totally fit the era that it takes place in. And uh, I mean, obviously I've gotten over it, but that's the one thing that kind of, like it's, you can, it feels digital. Don't you it think? Does. Yeah. It definitely feels digital in a way that, you know, you kind of want that era to have the texture to it. Yeah. Yeah. And it just like, it's so, it's so like when you see, when you see something that takes place back then for me, at least it's like, I need, I need the grain. Like I need actual grain. Uh, so yeah. I, and again, it's, I, I've, it's gotta be that someone in link ladders, baseball days, at some point, someone split a baseball with an ax because it's like, right. what a, like such a specific thing that we're watching there, you know? It's and something it, you always kind of wonder so about. Real. <laughs> like, uh, it seems like something someone would do too. Like I, I've always thought about chopping one up, but uh, you know, seeing someone do it is satisfying. Yeah, but and also like you totally it sells like when the guys are guys are like, man, like think of how strong he has to be to do that, and then another mm-hmm. guy is like, think of his vision, you know, like the <laughs> hand eye coordination, and right. it's, and it's true, and it's like. Especially like, you know, film filmmakers and film fans are not always like like athletic barbarian are, are quite frequently not, I should say, right. <laughs> athletic barbarians, you know. And so it's cool how Linkladder can uh, be a film guy who understands this whole other world, you know, uh, of like ultra competitive uh, baseball players and is able to mm. like present us presented to all of us nerds in a way that we can understand i really like baseball but i don't i don't like baseball like I, you know i'm not like following every single game i love the vibe of baseball i listen to a yeah. lot on the radio while i'm walking the dog or driving that's my yeah it's so soothing and, and and like timeless too you know and it's kind of long so it suits any walk or drive that i'm on um Heck yeah. baseball lasts the whole time no matter what i'm doing it fills my space so i, I love yeah. it for that today uh, my kids were putting together some le- new lego sets they got and i had the red Sox game playing on the on the screen and deck mm. um and it was like this is summertime you know it's great <laughs> exactly it reminds me of my grandpa who passed a couple of years ago and i just think of like we'd sit by the bonfire and listen to baseball games. So I feel real close to him. Like whenever I have it on, maybe that's why yeah. it's like an audio thing for me, but uh, Heck I yeah. just like the, yeah, I like the calming uh, baseball announcer vibe too. Yeah, And you can't just sit there. You can't just sit there for three hours and watch guys throw a baseball around. It's, oh, it's like, hard to do. I, I yeah. get it. You get antsy. Yeah. Um, we just had our all-star weekend here too. So I think it's also a good time to do the the movie like in, you know, baseball season's coming back for its second half this week. Um, yeah, we just had all-star weekend. Seattle was packed. I mean, we're not prepared for this kind of thing. Oh, I didn't realize it was actually played in Seattle. Yeah. 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 Our second oh, one. Fun. That, that must've been, that must've been a good, a good time. Yeah. Well, could you tell like that people, the city was, uh, filled with baseball? Oh yeah, I was hanging out down like around the arena. I didn't go to the games because it was like seven hundred bucks to get in, but yeah. I kind of went and like watched one in like a local like little dive down there for a little bit. Yeah, and... get some buy some peanuts uh, on the sidewalk yeah, yeah. from a peanut vendor, and yeah. <laughs> As I was Pretzels. leaving, I saw parking was like one hundred twenty bucks there. I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm priced out of like living this lifestyle, but I I love baseball. Yeah, yeah, it's the prices are outrageous. Uh, there's minor league and stuff. At least you oh, yeah. can get into a minor league game, and 
and almost feel a more authentic vibe uh there anyway. right you get really close you're not like up in a bleacher you're kind of you almost feel like you're down yeah. in a dugout with the guys how close you are in the minor league game and then when one of those guys goes pro like he's your guy you know yeah I ever, Everett Aquasox down here. Ken Griffey played for them before the Mariners. So like there is ah. like a development, you know, lineage. Edgar Martinez, I think, was one of them as well. So, you know, yeah. we had a few guys come up through our systems. Or when someone's on a rehab stint, when a pro guy is doing a few games down in the minors, people mm. love that. That that's always fun. Um, so yeah, I mean this this is, you know. It's it's becoming clear to me. This is the sports like this is the sports move. This is like an artsy sports movie. Is I I yeah. think you know. I do. I also think sports movies. What I come to them for are the human stories, like even like the Raging Bulls, or uh, yeah. you know, not so much Rocky. That's a little bit about the sport, but uh, uh, there are yeah. other ones like uh, Moneyball is my other favorite. You know, baseball movie, and that's so yeah. much just human stories about how baseball comes together as. A t- by the way i was i was watched in raging bull and like i was cracking up by the way i don't know if it's if if it's bad of me but like de niro's character is such like a brute and beast and like even like when when he just like goes ballistic on joe pesci you know like it's awful and it's brutal and it's a brother betraying his brother but also it's just like this man (laughs) is so nuts that i can't i can't help but but laugh like you know these accusations that he's making or just like <laughs> Heshi will say something he's like what, what do you mean what do you mean by that and it just be like oh raging bull dude get a grip you're out of control you know and it's uh maybe it's just like when you watch it for the 26th time suddenly things that were intense the first time become funny but i i think i think they also knew it was a little funny while they're making it your thoughts I think Paul Schrader is just good at writing like these like kind of demented, like dewired guys who are very authentic and either out of like nervousness or because it's funny. I, I do find myself having some, you know, gut reaction to everything in Raging Bull. Okay. okay. It's so yeah. intense. I think you have to have some reaction and sometimes that'll just be laughter. Uh, that's entertaining. Very, very well said. Very well said. Thank you. So you just had uh, some of our guys out at your, uh, um, uh, Motern uh, Extravaganza is that what you're calling them? Uh, that's what yeah. the last one was. That was uh, so once a year I have an extravaganza, and uh, this year we went we went overboard. I always go overboard. I know that. Don't about get you. me wrong. Yeah, you've never done anything in like small measures that I know about. <laughs> but this time, even for me, we premiered two movies, and then we did a five and a half hour concert. <laughs> How long was that and- day for you? <laughs> I mean, for me, uh, me and and the guys got to the hotel at nine in the morning and we left at midnight. And I I was basically just in that one room, <laughs> that function room that whole time. Sure. And, uh, and so. Uh, so, yeah. And I, I, I only got but a moment with um with my twin geeks friends. But uh, it was very cool just to be say hey to them and just just to see them there, you know, and I. I see them in the audience and I'm like, this is so, this is so cool for so and so many reasons, you know, that, uh, that they're coming to see the movie, but they're also coming to see each other, you know? Mm, yeah. Um, 
And some of our guys like, hadn't you know, even seen the movies. I don't think like uh, our friend Ben, uh, he saw like River Beast or, you know, whatever, but he just went to go hang out with friends. And that was like a good venue for them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that's the thing we, we need. We need things, you know, like reasons to come together because there's so many reasons to not go, spend time with people. Mm. So um, I, I, I make I like to entertain people very much. And it's like, <laughs> um, so th- so th- uh, let me put together a um, a situation where I can I can entertain people and for them, they can come for the entertainment, but also they can come for each other, you know, and yeah. I even encourage I'm like, look, I'm going to be I'm singing a few more songs. I'm sorry, but don't talk amongst yourselves. It's fine. Take a walk. Like I'll be, it's five I'll be hours, here when you, you come know. back. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to have time to come back for, you know, the, uh, the rest of the uh, United States. You could, you could catch half of them. Um, yeah. Congrats yeah. on finishing that. Uh, that's a huge uh, achievement of uh, beating Sif John Stevens, who I, um, <laughs> you know, I'm antagonistic toward because of you now, I believe. Yeah, I know the poor guy, like all he ever did was, <laughs> you know, m- you know, make music that a lot of people enjoy. And like, I've turned it into this like competition that he doesn't realize he's involved in. <laughs> he must have heard about it though. Like, is your goal for him to like hear and like respond in some way? Yeah. I yeah. I mean, just my, my publicity, the publicity wing of Motern Media, which I, I run, I run every wing of Motern Media, but the publici- publicity wing is like, we gotta, we gotta wring every bit of publicity that we can out of, out of this, this quirky things. So yeah, well, I wonder if it's, I don't like, I have no idea. I don't know. I I barely ever even heard any of his songs, frankly. And um, so that makes it's like, it funnier you know, to me. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, I you know you imagine you like you imagine Richard Linklater that like he's like living in this Texas world where he's just yeah. focused on his stuff and like you don't really know like how aware he is of of things and usually people are a lot more normal than, than you imagine, I think, you mm-hmm. know, cause it's like, you can't imagine Richard Linklater going uh, grocery shopping, you know, but he, he's probably gone grocery shopping, right? Yeah, sure. And you imagine that, you know, Sutton Stevens made this big proclamation about covering these States and then just did like, come on, feel the Illinois. So it's like, he must know when Illinois, so everyone must know, yeah. you know, if I, if I made a proclamation, I'm probably finding out about it later. My friend would tell me something about you, I believe, if I were in that situation. Like, I, I everyone has right. families and friends too, yeah. uh, so they yeah. don't have to be on the internet once they're very famous. You know? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. So for me, it was a good thing. The Philadelphia Inquirer did a nice, big, substantial article about the whole thing. And I saw that. um, that's awesome. Yeah. So I mean, that's good. I mean, that's a real publication that I, you know, it's cool. Like I've heard of it. You know, when when yeah. someone's covering you for a publication that you you knew about before they contacted you. So, uh, and then Huffington Post did a thing. And so, uh, you know, it's like, I got all these, all these, these things on the back burner. And it's like, sometimes, I mean, that thing I'd been working on for what, 12 years, right. <laughs> you know, yeah, 12 years on that project. project. And so, there's uh, this thing where you like promote your stuff so openly on Twitter, whereas you're like, someone should start a podcast about all my movies. And uh, I think we took the bait right away on that. And I was like, let's do it. Let's oh, yeah. Minutes, minutes later, yeah. you're like, we're on it. I think it, it did not... take us like three or four minutes before we decided to do <laughs> formally every movie you ever make. So, uh, yeah. 
That's well, good. it's cool because now I know all of you guys. Um, a lot. I think at the time I, I maybe only knew you. It feels I can't remember specifically, but um, but now I feel like you know everybody. I've, I've met uh, some of you guys, and uh, you you've all met each other. So, um, it's beautiful. And again, you know, I throw parties where I get mm. to entertain people, and other people get to meet each other. You do podcasts where. You know, you 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 got all these friends that you wouldn't know otherwise, right? Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's always about expanding friendships and and doing projects with friends. I think in the same spirit as making movies, we're just looking for excuses to create things together. Um, and we also get to do the <laughs> the thing where you get to find out, you know, when we don't like your movies and when we we get to do cutting reviews of Boston John. Yeah. So oh, I apologize. please. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I mean, it's obviously. Uh, uh, um, you don't want to say anything bad about anything anyone did, but it's like, yeah, come on, you can't like them all. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, well, even Linkladder, like, uh, let's see, what what did I not like? Did he do like a, a gangster movie or something, hmm. right? I can't think Mid-ni- of it off the top of my head. Uh, Mid 90s, I want to say like a gangster ish movie. And Richard, if you're listening, it didn't do it for me. And it's okay. It's totally cool because, um, because again, you know, you you can't you can't. They're all and Altman. I mean, Altman has made some of the best movies ever and some of the most god awful movies too, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, he made some terrible stuff as well. Um, and I mean, Linklater also has you know different things. Um, I was thinking we didn't even bring up like a what was it? Uh, Waking Life and A Scanner Darkly, which are like very interesting rotoscope movies. Uh, he yeah. had range yeah. too. He's um, so yeah. He's not afraid to. Do, uh, he did. Food Incorporated too, right? Is oh that, yeah, um... I think yeah, I did. Uh, fast Food Nation, food. Fast Food Nation. Thank you. That's yeah. what it's called. Fast Food Nation. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it's it is like he just seemed, you know, he seems like a cool guy who's like, yeah, let's try this, and 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 so does, and that's what that's the Altman thing too, where mm. he's just like, all right, now we're doing this, <laughs> and. And you can't, uh, you can't question it. You just, you go through it. You, you put as much as you can into it, and you're like, well, that's it. I'm, I'm gonna go do the next thing, and everyone else can either like what I did or, uh, or not. But uh, how about, how about the player and shortcuts, man? Oh man, they're just like there. some of the best movies. And shortcuts almost has the same. Altman can have these vibes where you're with an ensemble, and it's just yeah. you're sitting in with people and having like these. Like miraculous conversations where sometimes there's two or three of them happening at once and your brain just explodes with dopamine for something that you never get in the movies it's amazing yeah short shortcuts is another one not recently but there was a stretch where i had it on vhs and it was just like press play while i'm eating a sandwich and uh just enjoy it for the next 20 minutes uh mm. real good real and and the player too player like successfully makes me feel uneasy too in that like thriller kind of way for sure um i feel like it has been natural to like pick up on your twitter threads and start a long-running podcast or you know just out of like texting you based on your movie as i'm sure many people do do you get like many texts a day because you put your phone number out there i Um, mean i've I've gotten two calls that i had to silence uh, while we've been doing this and okay um, i will i'll text them back I used to call people back, but that really made them uneasy. <laughs> I, I discovered. 
like, wait, the poop guy, the poop song guy is calling me back. This is this you don't is know if they're just like nervously cross. like trying it out. So, you know, they might be kids. We all know who they are. You know, so so they, yeah. The, so I learned that lesson, and um, I'll I'll text people back and just say sorry I missed you, and um, sometimes it it evolves into lifelong friendships. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, and I hope we just keep talking. You know, whatever is ahead of us, I'd love to just keep bringing you back every you know. Every half year, uh, yeah. maybe we could do one of these deals. You kidding right? me? Yeah, and I'm, I mean, I'm a, uh, I'm a listener. Oh, and you had uh, Seth from um, yeah. movie, movie friends. friends. On. Yeah, yeah, that was. And so you must wave? have met him sort of through all because he was at the extravaganza, right? Yeah, and I saw he, he got like a tattoo or something. <laughs> oh, like, McGee. Yeah, right. and I'm like, that's an interesting person. I should know. That. I want to talk yeah. to that guy. <laughs> I want to know the guy who has the, you know, I want to know McGee, but I want to know the guy with the McGee tattoo too. So uh, Seth was really, yeah, great. and that was cool. You guys talking about crime wave too. It's so funny that there's two crime waves in the same year <laughs> yeah. in 1985, both, you know, the Sam Raimi and this other like Canadian film from Winnipeg, but you know, uh, also great Winnipeg quote in this, uh, what was it like a Winnipeg time or something? They're like, a uh, what was it? They say at the, um, table they just say winnipeg time or something then they all sing the canadian national anthem and everybody oh. wants some i i'm drawing a complete blank okay so that, that's the thing there's so many moments from, there's so many moments in the movie it's yeah. just one moment after the next after the next and it's like you can't I, I i won't say you can't keep up with it for everyone listening but i can't i can't keep up with it like yeah um yeah there's so much interesting stuff man um and just uh, you know, it, like it has everything. It has like the romance too, where he's taping the flower and the poem or whatever to the 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 door. Mm. It's like way to go, man! This is this this is before awesome. he has her name, which is really funny, yeah, yeah because he, they haven't really you know met. He's just the quiet guy in the back of the car so far, right? And, and she's yeah. the auburn-haired uh, girl or whatever, yeah, right. Oh, she yeah, she's good, and yeah, they go out for ice cream. One thing. One thing I liked, okay, oftentimes in a movie, they'll meet and then it'll get to, they'll go to wherever they are next. And like, I'm always like, how do they get there? You know, yeah. like, how do we go from meeting to having ice cream together? Where like, he goes to her door and then she says, you want to come in? And I know this is that's a minor thing, but it's just like, oh, good. You're, you're, you're showing us how, how this evolves. Sometimes I feel like it's a cheat when, when movies, um, jump to, to that much farther down and mm. and and sure you can assume they just decided but like when you're just meeting someone and, and you want to take them out for ice cream it's like that's getting to that point is a major step i think right and i think all these screen writing books have kind of like unwritten that the last 20 years where they've been like every scene you show must advance the plot and that you know that's not always what romance is about and that's not what yeah. character development always does uh Maybe not every thread has to advance something. Maybe, I mean, maybe anything you do advances plot. Um, but right, yeah, be, be, so. because if you're if you're like almost inadvertently advancing the plot by further uh, ex explaining the characters, you know. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I, and and also, I mean, the thing the thing about that is like, the minute a book has been written giving you the rules of screenwriting is that's the moment to do none of those things. Read it <laughs> so you like, don't do it, honestly. Yes, I mean, like, like pick up the yeah. Moturn method and do those things maybe, but yeah. Um. And, and that, I mean, that's why when I wrote the Moturn method, it was never 
like here's what you should do in this yeah. if you're writing a song you should do this if you're making a movie you should do this like no 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 like that that's that's you got to figure that part out i'm i'm just getting you to the point where you're actually creating and yeah yours isn't prescriptive it's not save the cat it's more like here's how uh you know i have the energy to create things and what that that means uh to create yeah it's yeah, wonderful because stuff. i mean yeah yeah it just it just just write it too yeah um and so link ladder did he write this solo was this i believe a... so it just feels yeah. so much like it would have just been link ladder i can't imagine another sure. voice on here no um yeah i it would have been I'm sure there's some behind the scenes stuff, but it'd just be interesting to be a fly on the wall to watch. Amazingly, watch I don't think we uh, we really talked about like the soundtrack because this has like some of the best needle drops, uh, maybe of all time. I mean, we mentioned a few of the songs, but it's pretty consistently yeah. also like a um, a mixtape movie. It's like right. the, it's the songs in the early '80s that mattered to people. Right. Yeah. And it's cool. Like, again, like the nice touches, like right at the beginning, you see his record collection in the car, mm. you know, when he's driving yeah. to get there. And just like the impo- the importance of your record collection like, is it's not they don't dwell on it at all, but it's like there, you know, yeah. it's like you just watch the movie as and study the importance of, of a record collection and you can see it, you know, and where she says to him, like, are you one of those guys who thinks Jim Morrison's uh, still alive, you know? And it's like, just like these, these things that, um, uh, that are there. And I love it. I just remember, you know, like my first girlfriend, we just exchanged like our CD players. We both had burnt CDs. We're like, we're going to listen to each other's music. And that's how we met. Like that was, yeah. that was like the thing back then is what was your taste? It means so much more about who you are than music's very yeah. personal now, but I think it's also, uh, you know, it's kind of isolated to our earphones. We don't play it from our cars. We don't play it at parties as much. Um, yeah. Yeah. But no, I think it's, totally important you know yeah, and like uh so. my wife and i bonded over thinking certain bands are good and thinking that people who liked certain other things were were losers you know yeah, we're like the, the can best, you believe so? yeah <laughs> the best advice my dad ever gave me as a kid was like if you meet someone who likes van halen they're probably a cool person you need to hang out with like he told me this <laughs> at a hockey game and i just i carried it with me since i was four years old <laughs> noted <laughs> yeah and i was just like no, I, I fucking love Van Halen. Anyone who likes Van Halen is cool. And then I saw everybody wants them. I'm like, yeah, that, that has to be my movie because Linkladder cool. clearly, yeah, agrees with you. So yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean he did you know, he gets these titles from these movies, Days of Confused, like Led Zeppelin, that's like never licensed out to movies. And he's able to like kind of draw into these, you know, these are the important bands that you had to know in these times to really get by. Uh yeah. Yeah, hats off, hats off. So yeah, he's 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 knocking it out of the park. What a career! Um, and um, I can only hope. I mean, uh, and what is it? He's probably in his early sixties. So I mean, yeah, we we still got plenty of link ladder left. Yeah, I hope he finishes his twenty year project. Just because I I just want to know what that's like. Uh, I don't think anyone's taken on something of that scale. Uh, yeah. I'm sure that someone's done something like that, but. The way Linklater lives inside moments, I just, you know, I want to know what he does. I want I want you to see Boyhood sometime, too. Maybe you come back in, like, it. six months and do, like, a Boyhood or something. I don't know. Good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or, yeah, we or we could do it um, at the pace that it was filmed. Right. Yeah, do it over, like, three years or, like, a, or so, yeah, ten years. I come in once a year, but I only, I only watch the first section, you know, like, <laughs> 
Because <laughs> is that how he did it? He filmed yeah. like 20 minutes of the movie, and right. then seven years later, he filmed another 20 minutes, more or less? Yeah. Yeah, as the people grow up, he's filming the sequences. <laughs> so I, I watched the first 20 minutes, you know? Then I discuss it with you, and then seven years later, I come back on the show, w- watch the second twenty minutes, and discuss it with you. Oh, yeah. I feel like I feel like next time we record anything, we have to do like our twenty minutes on Boyhood just to start this project. <laughs> I think it is a reasonable thing we could do. <laughs> oh, I love bad ideas. I, I, I have think- to indulge an idea like that. So let's think about that. <laughs> Maybe it's an aside to like the next thing we record. We just spend twenty minutes on Boyhood, and then we're like, okay, we're into our real project. You know. Perfect. Perfect. Well, we'll keep indulging your ideas, uh, you know, good or bad. We're, we're here for all of them. And it's not about whether things are good or bad. It's just uh, the people who just make gotta things. Make them. Yeah. Just got to make stuff. It, yeah. It's about making stuff and always working at it, at your craft, I think is important. Yeah. yeah. Thank well, you so much, Matt. <laughs> I really appreciate <laughs> yeah, well, this, your time. Yeah. It's been a blast, and I've been a, a Twin Geeks fan for a long time at this point, so keep up the good work. Thank you so much.